When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 86, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, do you ever wonder whether the work or the business that you are creating really is God's will for your life? Well, if that's a question that you've pondered, grab a cuppa, sit back and lean in because today's topic is exactly what we're going to talk about with Jamie Hargrove. Now, Jamie is an attorney from Kentucky who consistently gives back to the Christian community and one of his companies, NetLaw, just recently donated over $10 million in estate planning technology and services to a prominent church in Kentucky. And on today's show, Jamie is going to discuss with us how to know for certain that you are in God's will. He also is going to talk about when your personal or business times are tough. And I'm sure all of us have had tough experiences or maybe some of you are going through tough experiences now. When things look down, spend more time praying for others' needs and problems than your own. As well as start every day with a devotional and make sure it fits what Jesus taught and so much more. Welcome to the show, Jamie. Anne-Marie, thank you for having me. Oh, you are so welcome. Uh, I think this is a, an area, as I mentioned before, we went live and, and pressed record. Sometimes, you know, as business owners or even just Christians in, in general, um, our ideas, our plans, our goals and our dreams that we have, sometimes we kind of think, I wonder if this really is something that uh, God is willing for me. This is God's desire for me. So I think this is a topic that uh, people are going to get lots of value out of. So share with people, if you will, around what you do when it comes to really tapping in and leaning in and, and seeing if, if an idea or a plan or a decision really does have God's will. What are some of the things that you've done throughout your career and in your business? Well, Anne-Marie, uh, as you know, it's, uh, it's a lot involved and, and most of it is daily. And mm. uh, it, what I find is it's not... Um, just one day, but every day. Mm -hmm. And what the Lord may speak to us today, we have to be uh, open to what we hear tomorrow because uh, that will give us some new direction for even tomorrow. So yeah. while I do believe that uh, he's given us long-term goals and opportunities and sets us on, a, on, a, on, on what we think is a track toward one direction, mm -hmm. uh, we have to be cautious, I think, to, to recognize that uh, if we're not living daily, um, we're going to miss the turns in the roads and many times the opportunities and mm. the Lord's blessings 
uh, as we go down that road. So it's a daily, uh, it's a daily process, mm-hmm. but certainly one of the things is being in the word and, uh, and also surrounding yourself with, um, other Christians, other mm-hmm. Christian leaders and mentors who can both encourage you and also challenge you. So, yes. uh, so those, uh, those visions and those opportunities that you feel like the Lord might be tugging you uh, toward, you mm-hmm. may realize with uh, prayer and with those Christian friends and, and mentors that you've hopefully surrounded yourself with, uh, you find that uh, maybe uh, those open doors are really not simply the door that you need to go through. You need mm-hmm. to be in more prayer and more um, really anticipation of maybe that closed door that was was closed yesterday mm-hmm. uh, will be open next week, and yes. uh, and so it's a daily it's a daily opportunity that we have to really find and be uh, encouraged that uh, we can know that we're uh, in God's word and we're making the right steps. Mm-hmm. Uh, way. I love um, that you've uh, shared that because I, I I know that one of the things that I'll often struggle with, I mean, as business owners, there are plans, there are processes, there are systems and coming from your point of view, you know, being an attorney, there are legal things that we want to make sure that we put into place in our business to protect us. And then due to circumstances, there are, you know, avenues and there's a way to, to, to take to ensure that, um, you know, we continue uh, in the right path, should I say, from a legal perspective perspective as well. And sometimes, you know, there's the the balance, if you will, between um, having control and putting things into place and then allowing God to bring his, you know, influence in with what what you are doing. So I think what you said, leaning in daily, spending time in the word can certainly direct us from that. What would you say to a business owner? Because I have heard this. It's not necessarily the the view I take, but, you know, all will be well. God is in control. So I don't really need to have too many things in place because he will take care of it all. What would you say from, I mean, that's probably opening up a can of worms. But what are some key things that you see happen in, in business, if you will, for a Christian business owner? Some of the things that we really do need to be mindful of to have into place so we can protect the kingdom business that we want to create well and you you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier in that uh there is a certain amount of risk taking and in the in the word uh risk taking is called faith and uh, in the business world it's called uh risk taking and in the bible it's called faith Mm -hmm. and um and we do have to uh, sometimes uh, in embark on god-sized tasks Mm. and uh, we're called to do that in our faith and we're also i think called to do that many times in our businesses and in our professions and jobs Mm. Um, and it's many times when we stretch ourselves in our businesses and and with our business opportunities or professional opportunities that we uh, we stretch our own faith and Mm -hmm. i know as a uh, as a tax attorney for 30 plus years, uh, it was stretching my faith when I felt led to, uh, to go out and, and start a new, um, internet company, online mm-hmm. company, uh, taking into account what I'd done for 30 plus years in the estate planning. I'm an yes. estate planning tax lawyer, uh, here in the United States. And, um, and so that all changed when I went from, uh, having that, uh, consistent, big law firm paycheck mm-hmm. uh, to now being dependent upon um, the fundraising efforts of, uh, of other people who wanted to invest in in the vision I had. Mm-hmm. That was great when the money's coming in 
and you build a lot of confidence that people believe in you. Uh, but then you have to deliver on that, and that creates its own pressures. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then now you have a bunch of other people that you are emboldened to and obligated to to perform. Yes. Um, and so it's a risk, but with that risk brings uh, new um, new not new challenges, and mm -hmm. it also brings you to your knees that much more often uh, to seek exactly what the Lord would have you do with that new business opportunity. Mm, yeah, and I, I love the way that, um, you know, if we're looking at really daily spending time in prayer, there is, you know, opportunities that, well, we can see in the Bible, and there's so many, when you really start to dive deeper and you listen to the sermons and the way things are explained, we really can bring a lot of those lessons into our business too, if we're open to seeing that. So it's almost like like we are, you know, the word will will show us, will direct us. We implement, and then we're strengthened by because of we've we've taken action. So, and often it's, you know, people will, might say, "Well, I'm growing a business, but nothing's really happening." And then when you kind of check in with them, they're not really doing anything because they're fearful. What if I do take that risk? But often, when we do take that step, that's when God meets us, and then He brings His. Uh, influence and 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 you know the supernatural to our natural the super to our natural have you seen that as well in your business too when you've taken that that faith that step of faith and you you, you know you've lent into the word and you've been guided by that then God will just open doors opportunities people will come past you know through your path and you think that is definitely a God moment that's a God blessing have you had that to be true too absolutely but it's also um and and it's interesting, Anne Marie. The uh, I I love my favorite devotional is uh, by uh, Oswald Chambers, my utmost for his highest. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was interesting in today's uh, devotional. It was John twelve uh, thirty six, and in see if I can uh, John twelve thirty six is while ye have the light, believe on the light uh, that you may become sons of light. And the devotional this morning. Um, it said, we all have moments when we feel better than our best. And we say, I feel fit for anything. Mm. If only I could be like this always. Mm. And I think as entrepreneurs and, and really in, in any daily living as a business person or in your profession uh, or as a homemaker, um, we'll have great days and we'll have not so great days. Mm. And, uh, you know, the devotional this morning, the scripture reading was really to 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 really count those great days as a blessing and use those days as a day of inspiration, a day of making decisions and doing something. Mm -hmm. um, too often we have the great day and we relish in the day, but we really should be not saying what we're going to do, but actually do it. Yes. And, um, and then in those days that are not so great. So as particularly as entrepreneurs, uh, you're there, there is no entrepreneur that I've ever read about heard about that had great days every day. It just doesn't happen. So uh, what needs to happen is we've got to, 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 one, remember the great days, remember the days where the Lord has opened our eyes to his true blessings and encouragement. And then in the days that are the mundane, the days that uh, just kind of seem like they're drudging along, mm -hmm. we have to keep in mind and, and remember the days that were the high points. And, and know that the Lord will be faithful to return us to those great days. And mm -hmm. he does. He's always faithful mm -hmm. to bring us back to the opportunity where we have our high days, 
We have those wonderful days of opportunity and we must seize upon those, but then recognize that they're not going to stay. And when they go away, mm. we need not be distraught because they will return if we're faithful. Yeah, I love that. And that segues beautifully into the next area that you'd want to share uh, some insights around is when your personal business times are tough, things look down, spend time praying for others' needs and problems than your own. Um, and I love the way, you know, often in the Bible, and I think it was just a couple of days ago in a devotion that, you know, thank me for the times that things are prospering and things are looking good equally thank me for the times when you are being challenged uh, because those two are a blessing for me sometimes when you're in the pit of that that challenge doesn't seem quite like a blessing till you've gone through and you realize the strength that it's built in you or developed in you but i love the way that you say spend time in those moments even when you are down and being challenged for others needs and problems as well this is obviously something that you've done in your life and career and uh, as well well, certainly, um, when 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 you have your downtimes and your your challenges, uh, you we as Christians learn that we're to pray about those. Uh, but I think we also need to not forget that we're to be in prayer for others. Mm -hmm. And what I have found, although it, I have to keep reminding myself, this is not something that comes natural with me. Certainly, mm -hmm. uh, but I keep reminding myself that as as bad and as woe it is to me. Uh, it is, um, there are so many problems with, uh, with everyone. Everyone has issues and problems and challenges. And, um, and if we would just take the time to, uh, learn about what those challenges and problems are and let those people know that we will be in prayer for them and we do care about them. Um, and that turns our focus away from our own problems. Mm -hmm. And uh, and when we put that focus on them, uh, it, it really does make a big difference in our own problems and how we deal with them. So yes. uh, it's, it, it is not always easy for me to do. It's, mm -hmm. uh, but it is one that when I do it, uh, the Lord blesses that and, and certainly blesses those that, that have, uh, have been a part of just my being willing to let the Lord use me in the lives of others. Mm. I think uh, so often many of us discredit how powerful and how God can use us when we do pray for others or extend a lending hand, whatever it may look like at the time, because quite often we have gone through an experience or we may have read a Bible verse, something that we can impart and we can share uh, with that other person. Because quite often, and, and I'd love your insights on this too, sometimes when we are in the midst of a struggle, we so often forget or, or can't see what's right in front of us. And having someone remind us of that can sometimes have us go, uh, you know, from an approach or an attitude of just despondent and, and discouragement to, you know what, this too shall pass. Exactly what you were saying in the previous point. Have you found that um, as you're continuing to share that, or even when that's being reflected back to you, you can almost instantly, uh, your attitude changes and it's like a, a huge weight has been lifted and you really experience that peace that Jesus promises us quite often throughout the Bible. That's exactly right. And certainly, Anne-Marie, as, as you know, just having some accountability with uh, whether it's with a family member, a spouse, mm -hmm. uh, a co-worker or people that you may go to church with or other people that uh, you continue to uh, to help be that encouragement to you. 
Um, and uh, and again, it, as I mentioned earlier, the uh, about just the whole idea of being confident that you're in God's will, because as uh, we talked about earlier, that's a daily process. Mm. And that means that daily we need to have the encouragement of others uh, to, uh, to help us make sure that the steps we're taking that day, mm-hmm. uh, not only are we being cognizant and, and mindful of those other needs, uh, but also as looking to see the decisions that we'll make that day, that those decisions are in line with, with God's will. And, mm. and clearly, uh, you know, when, and it's a, a, a sermon I heard back when I was in law school, a guy by the name of Josh McDowell with mm-hmm. uh, Campus Crusade. And, he, and it, it's a, a, a pretty simple five-step process for discerning God's will. Mm-hmm. And the first one was you read the Bible and you see what the Bible has to say about it. Yes. And, uh, and, you know, the Bible has a lot to say about a lot of things, but there are some things it doesn't really talk about. It doesn't talk about the your budget uh, in in particular uh, detail. It doesn't mm-hmm. talk about your spouse, your love life in particular, it talks in general knowledge, but it doesn't say who to marry and what job to take, mm-hmm. what new venture to start. Uh, so they're only going to go so far, but he was speaking to college students. And I remember um, him saying, now, when you read the Bible, there are certain things that you don't really have to go to the next step. The next step was praying about discerning God's, you know, his direction as well. Mm. We don't have to get to step two if step one is clear. So talking to college students, he was saying, now, though you college students don't need to be praying about whether you're going to have premarital sex, Mm. you can stop step one. Step one says no. So you don't need to be praying about that because you get to step one and step Mm -hmm. one that says no. Step two, of course, is is pray about it. Uh, Step three is consult with your, your friends. Uh, for Christian mentors, that people mm-hmm. can help guide you. Look at open and closed doors and recognize that's just a factor because those closed doors may be open tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So that's not the sole factor. Some people live their life based solely on closed and open doors. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. And then, um, and then really the last step is uh, being willing to do whatever God wants you to do mm-hmm. uh, as to that decision. Um, and if you go through those steps and you are genuine in praying about it, I mentioned prayer. I don't know that I mentioned that as one of the steps. That's obviously one of the steps. Yes, Read the, the Bible, second one. Yes. Pray about it. Uh, consult with your Christian friends mm-hmm. and uh, look at the open and closed doors. Make those a factor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then being submissive to whatever God's will is. Uh, then at that point, you do what you want to do mm-hmm. because. What will happen at that point is the Lord, if you're genuine in going through this process, the Lord is going to change your will mm. and, and your will will be evident as to what you need to be doing, at least at that moment as of that day. Mm-hmm. And what that lets us do, it lets us live a confident, positive, joyous life, knowing that each and every day that we're in God's will. Yes. And that's powerful. Oh, it powerful. is so powerful. Yeah, and, oh, absolutely. I love that. And, you know, sometimes, and I was just talking about it uh, with the previous guest, sometimes what we do is we we kind of map out a process or the steps or what we would like. And then what we try and do is get God to bless that, you know, rather than seeking first his His will. Um, but he He will always bring us full circle to go, no, that is not, not my will. But that's right. And, you know, for some of us, we're not asking or praying about it because we have an inkling of what the answer is going to be, yet we just don't want that door because we know that that door is not 
to be opened yet, you know. But And, you know, sometimes what happens if I think about those steps that you've just shared, you know, there'll be something that I have read. Then there'll be something in another devotional. And then it's spoken about from the pulpit. You know, our pastor speaks about it and it's like, okay, that's the three. I, I kind of do things in threes. And sometimes it's so close in succession, it's kind of like, all right, that that's a real yes or, or no. I, I know that that's not the d- direction. There are always um, clues, you know, through success or through things that we've been trying. And it's no, no, that door's not open. And when we implement those five steps, I love those. Is that how you've um, kind of continued your journey and your business growth? Those five steps has been important for you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. Let's talk about starting every day with a devotional and making sure it fits with what Jesus taught. Share a little bit about what you mean, make sure it fits what Jesus taught. What do you mean by that? Well, you know, there are... uh, there are, there are devotionals out there that are kind of rah-rah devotionals okay. that are really mm-hmm. designed to be a big encourager and, and, and rah-rah, get mm-hmm. up and get at it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that is important, but every devotional shouldn't be a rah-rah story because that's, that's, not, what the Bible's, mm-hmm. that's not what the Bible is all about. It's about living a joyous life every day. Yes. Uh, but to do that, uh, we're not going to have a devotional that just talks about the joy is every day has to be a day that talks about our relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. And then from that relationship, all the other things that, that come out. So mm-hmm. there are some people, of course, those that are very active in church. Um, I think we can get wrapped up in, uh, in, in ministry. Mm-hmm. Ministry can, can, can actually zap us of our relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, ministry has to come out of a relationship with Christ and not vice versa. And yeah. too often, we can, we, even as Christians, we can get wrapped up into the ministry and we're doing things, we're doing good things, but mm-hmm. they're not things that they, at the end of the day, we're zapped of energy. And that's always a good, a good mm. question to ourselves is, am I, am I, am I just drained? And yeah. if I'm drained, maybe what I'm doing is just the stuff that I think I need to be doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm really not concentrating on that daily relationship with Christ mm-hmm. and making sure that devotional starts with the relationship first. And then out of that relationship comes the activity, the ministry, the outreach and the other things of life mm-hmm. that we're going to face that day. Yeah, so, so important. And I think sometimes, and particularly um, women, I think, can often find it very difficult to say no, even if opportunities through church, you know, and you may be stretched too thin, which means that everything uh, you don't or not able to put all of the energy commitment and focused to that. And I remember reading a book, uh, The Best Yes by Lisa Turkhurst, who is um, from the US. And it was so insightful that there are opportunities that are for now and sure, doors remain closed because it's not yet. Or maybe that's not the best you know um idea vision mission for you or for us because we haven't been gifted in that area so and i think it's such a great reminder and something else that often comes up for for me too and i've heard a lot of conversations or had a lot of conversations and when we're talking about devotion and making sure it fits with what jesus taught is that sometimes um, the challenge or the learning and the lesson, and sometimes it can be a difficult lesson to learn, is shaping the character 
that Christ wants us to become. And that can sometimes be, you know, um, again, not be easy either, but it's important, you know, because when we come through the other end, when we have had more patience or um, whatever it might be that uh, we're shaping in our character, it's really preparing us for the next stage, for the next season in our business, in our life, in our relationships. Um, so it's a, a, a great, great lesson for sure for, for people. Any other um, insights you want to share around uh, the devotional and fitting with what Jesus taught? Well, you mentioned Anne-Marie about uh, whether it's homemakers or anyone when, mm. when we're called upon maybe for uh, being asked to, to do one more thing at church yes. or um, really anything that we do, every decision we make mm. uh, comes with it an allocation of time. Mm -hmm. And uh, time can be a great um, stress, it can bring about great stress, uh, the lack of time. Um, and even if that, that stress can be caused by even ministry, mm -hmm. um, if, if it's not, again, not in God's will. So what happens with every decision we make again it's that allocation of time. So if we make a decision, yes, I'm going to volunteer for this, or I'm going to accept this position, or I'm going to start this new job, or I'm going to start a part-time job, or I'm going to build a, you know, buy a second home. Mm -hmm. Each of those takes an allocation of time. Mm -hmm. And so what we have to ask ourselves is, uh, I was pretty busy yesterday and last week and last month. Where will I fit this in exactly? And mm. what's going to be, what am I going to give up to take on this new responsibility? And uh, certainly as business people, uh, we have to recognize that there's only so many hours in the day. And too often it's our spiritual lives and our faith and our devotions and those things that can take the first hit because mm -hmm. they they're the ones that someone's not uh, banging on our door. God's not banging on their door, at least uh, in an audible standpoint, say, you've got to do this. So mm -hmm. they can tend to be the thing that goes first. Yes. And so I think for all of us, we just have to continue to remind ourselves that as we make decisions, recognize that decisions comes with an allocation of time mm -hmm. and going to allocate it yeah you know a, a topic of discussion that's come up um, often when we're talking about ministry um, for business owners is a little bit different I mean because it's not like uh, and I'm not comparing it just is what it is I mean when we go to a job um, we do the role give it a best that we can and then we go home but in business there's things that we need to think so many other things that we have on our plate yet when we're building kingdom businesses when we build those up to be strong growth businesses we can give and as you did you know with your one of your businesses was able to support a prominent church now we can build those kingdom businesses make profits and then contribute and and bless other organizations and if we you know spreading ourselves too thin because sometimes you know people who don't run a business don't know really what what is required of the energy intention and commitment um, that can sometimes be a little bit judgy if you will oh I can see you're not putting your hand up you know in, in the ministry in the church we are a ministry and business and we can bless others just as uh, the same, if not more so. And again, not comparing or judging or anything. It just is what it is. Have you found that to be true too? Absolutely. Yeah. We, we, we are, our, our work and uh, is our ministry. And mm. I'm, I'm not sure, I, you know, for me, I've been given the opportunity to have uh, particular clients and friends who have been great mentors to me mm. that, uh, I look at them and I say, that's really 
how ministry should be played out in the workplace. And uh, I'm not there yet, uh, but, but until the Lord continues to put uh, good mentors in my life and encouragers to, uh, to help me at least see and know what ministry should look like every day on the job. Yeah, so, so true. So, Jamie, um, as we are completing or uh, getting to the end of the show, share with people a little bit about uh, your company, Net Law, and uh, as well as, uh, you know, what services that you provide because there may be people that are listening and watching that can certainly benefit from uh, your organisation and then how people can get in contact with you. Sure. So our company is uh, it's called NetLaw. It's uh, N-E-T-L-A-W, one word. And if you Google that, uh, it comes up netlawinc.com. Mm -hmm. So uh, what we saw in the workplace, and again, I've been for over 30 years, almost 35 years now, uh, I've been an estate planning tax attorney, primarily focused uh, for many years on the high net worth individuals. Um, and helping them plan business succession and plan their estates. Um, and what I saw a need in the, in the workplace uh, for our area was for the masses. So I'm not getting to the masses. Uh, people don't want to pay me my hourly rate um, and go through the, the time that it takes and the cost that it takes, unless you're a very high net worth individual. Um, and, and even those people, particularly the millennials that are now coming into wealth, uh, would prefer to do something other than sit down in front of a high-priced lawyer and go through that process. And so you have the legal zooms and rocket lawyers here in the United States and, and to some extent around the world. Uh, you've got lots of legal technologies where you can go online and do it yourself. Mm. Uh, what we saw missing in the United States market in particular was a business class uh, product. So you've got lots of online legal software companies that you can find a document. Um, so what we felt there was a need for was a platform that had online estate planning that was of a grade and quality that financial services firms, be it insurance companies, investment companies, wealth planning divisions of large banks, that they would have confidence that it, it that they could associate with an online do-it-yourself product that was just estate planning. So we don't do will, we don't do divorces and bankruptcies mm -hmm. and apartment leases. We just do wills and powers of attorney and living trust and those kinds of things. So the consumer experience is much different. The quality of the product is good, and yet it's very competitive with the other online options. Mm -hmm. And so today we have about forty-five thousand financial advisors that are on our platform that are now able to sell our online estate plans. And they use that as a way to, one, build relationship with their uh, clients and mm -hmm. prospective clients. Uh, they actually get commissioned off of that. Um, it's, and we, it's not a practice of law, so it's no different than a legal Zoom or, mm -hmm. or these other online companies. Those are not practice of law. They're, uh, they're online document systems. Mm -hmm. So in that regard, we're, we're the same. And then, um, and then we offer that again through all kinds of, uh, of major financial services companies. And we continue to uh, get, bring on new partners mm -hmm. and uh, we have a mobile application software and we have a vault system that can now be branded. So our, 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 our estate planning system is a United States only system mm -hmm. today. And our vault system really is an international product that we can brand a cloud-based vault system that allows clients to 
upload their tax returns, their insurance policies, their deeds, and other important things, and particularly their healthcare documents. So they can carry around with them their um, in the palm of their hand with their mobile device mm. uh, all of their healthcare decisional documents. So if they're in an accident um, or then they and they're in a hospital someplace that uh, someone is going to have access to those decisional making documents. Um, so those are the kinds of things that we've done. We've raised about eleven million dollars in private equity to uh, to get us to this point. And we've been very fortunate to really be able to attract some really quality people to the organization to, to help um, to carry out this vision for uh, helping a lot of people out there that yeah. need our services. Yeah, I love that. And I uh, love that, uh, you know, you look for um, a gap in the marketplace and using, embracing the technologies that we have um, to be able to, to offer a service that um yeah and product that that no one else is so uh, lo love love hearing the backstory of that so thank you so again netlaw what's the url one more time netlaw.com netlawinc.com fantastic and we'll put uh, the links and other ways to connect with you jamie on our show notes ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash tce86 uh, one of the things that i'm doing for all of my guests and i would love to do that for you too is just closing the uh, show with a word of prayer could i do that for you too jamie absolutely thank you fantastic father thank you for the opportunity to speak with jamie today father's leaning into you um, searching your word getting into the word and prayer is so important on a daily basis as jamie's reminded us of today to be able to really ensure that we are aligning our will with yours and the steps that we're taking the decisions that we are making honor you as we continue to build our kingdom businesses father we just ask for your continued blessing and favor on uh, the businesses that uh, jamie is supporting and also his business and the work that he is doing with his clients as well father there are sometimes challenges as we mentioned in today's show but when we lean into you and we recommend or we we think of others and we put their needs before ours and we pray for them and we extend that hand of support father then that can be a blessing not only to them but to us as well and we're reminded constantly in the bible that we should do that so thank you for the reminder and um, thank you for just being the awesome god and directing us and we continue to pray that in the name of jesus amen amen thank you so much jamie it's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you you know it's the technology that we have at our fingertips today that allows us to speak from opposite ends of the world gain insight i mean i've learned a lot from you today and be able to share that uh, with those that are listening and watching. So thank you again for coming on the show. Thank you, Anne-Marie, and thank you for the min wonderful ministry that you're providing, oh, you. uh, obviously, worldwide. Yes, thanks again. thank you. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>